That you gotta come get it. Yeah, new MG can't rap it. Hold up. Oh, I want that new 911. I walk in that bitch, spending cash, so it ain't no need in running my credit. We the Sopranos, bitch. Them niggas who like to buy guns and nice on Infinity Links. Working the pot, no, that ain't water. It's monster energy drink. You probably know me from narcotic dealing. I can't go back. Already know what I gave them tracks. My criminal record ain't on wax. I made those racks. Burman dropped me right off in the front, and I came through fresh. Niggas be like, what's old? Knew you was lame, but you can't do less than a fake new check. Y'all doing bad. Papa G6, he put on the shades, look up the it's game time. That's my little homie, the one with the mask going yeah. through a gang sign. Yeah. If Wade the mob be tripping, I paid for titties and kids to wish They made my homie celebrities, took them on tour me, fresh out of prison. Got two hoes on my line, and I don't hit neither back, cause I ain't with it. One fuck for money, one fuck, then want some money, so it ain't no difference. And the last hoe to try to run that game on Butch, the hoe got ghosted. Then she tried to extort me with a pick, and I said, post it. Niggas still trying to diss niggas for the clout, call that motion. Black Soprano family getting to it, y'all ain't been up since COVID. Came a long way from the bottom The hood thinking I forgot him Matt Gallo with a chicken on the table Feeling like I'm Tiana Started in my mother bedroom Now I got an eight room casa That nigga's way too confident Nigga, we today's new mafia Butch. I guess it's how I feel to be a big dog I'm a long way from that brick of fed No, I my driver wait outside While I hit raw Niggas play with Butch and hit that brick wall I guess it's how I feel to be a big dog I'm a long way from that brick of fed No, drive away outside while I hit wrong Niggas play with Butch and hit that brick Oh, that's the new song That's why I stopped yeah. When you snap on that Oh my god God, start the show. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a props. Wait, on one the, of these days, I gave you props on the freestyle. He snapped on that joint on what the Benny John? Yes, I liked them on that last joint. Yeah, the last Benny. I didn't listen to it. Yo, hey, 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 don't. I didn't listen to it. I didn't listen to it. Oh, this is this is unbecoming of you, beloved. I didn't listen to it. He killed the other feature they had together with Big Sean. I like that joint too. You like that one? That was alright. Y'all got me like y'all had me like that. I ain't like it at first, but y'all, y'all was piping that. For them California kings, we used to sleep in twin beds. Shout out to Lil Wayne, man. He dope, man. He's fire. He's <laughs> <laughs> a little crazy, yo. <laughs> you are now tuning to episode sixty-eight of the Dip. I go by the name of Ski, aka Filipino Grigio, aka Mister Cozy Wear. Ow, that hurt. <laughs> I hit myself in the knee. Here <laughs> were both my co-hosts and two thirds of the podcast. I got my man Sport playing off fields and off courts, a.k.a. Hefe Horn, Chapel with the Cheeks, Down at the Behind, Chaplin at the Back End. Also got my man Hef Hefner, a.k.a. Canary Hef, a.k.a. Humbly Hef, a.k.a. Mr. Hef, a.k.a. the 41-year-old Phenom, Hef Nowitzki, a.k.a. the Lil Wayne Hater. Heavily <laughs> coming up. Heavily coming up. You got the next birthday on tap, bro. Is it? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. February. February. Yeah. yeah. Soon come. And that shit came quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, say they, start coming, they say they start coming quick they after a while. Yeah, that shit, they try to get me the fuck out At of the here. Series, the motherfuckers come. It's like as soon as you finish all the shit you got to do, they come right back. Like, 
You get your kids out the way, be like, damn, it's my shit again. <laughs> I be thinking about that shit. Like, I might have lived longer than I got left to live. That oh, makes yeah. sense. Damn, that is true. I'm not, I'm not hoping that in your, your Oh, I get you know what I'm saying? I'm hoping I that live 42 thing, years. Yeah. Hopefully, I get 42 more years. Yeah. But Well, that's why I always tell people there about people always say, like, uh, your midlife crisis 50. Right. I'm like, why is it 50 if you don't live to be 100? Right. Why so it should midlife? be around your 35 so you realize you got to get your shit together. Like, I think, and I think the life we live in, too, accelerate that. I think people be going through midlife crisis in 30s because you really don't live to be, like, we know people that die at young ages. Yeah. I will not make it. 84. I could do it. With all these years blended into each other, um, I got a question because you would probably be able to answer this better than anybody. Um, but I I recently, because I, I noticed my daughter is like at this age now where um, I don't pick her up as often. Like physically, like pick her up, and I do it every once in a while. But she's heavy now. Like I noticed it when she like fell asleep in my bed, and I tried to like, especially because I know I, I I didn't I hurt my knee, yeah. so I was trying to pick her up. And she's dead weight and it's yeah. hard, bro. But um, yeah, I don't pick her up as often, and I was trying to remember like when was the last time I actually picked her up, you know? Yeah. And um, the kid, like, can you remember? The last, the last time, time I picked it up? Yeah. Or any of your kids. I just picked up my kids yesterday. Maybe. Like you still got little kids. But yeah. you still, but even even still, like, you you at that age now where I'm at, where, like, it, no, it doesn't, well, when, when than yours, with like. your daughter, you can, but. Yeah, with well, my daughter, daughter I still at. pick up my daughter all the time. I do it with my son all the time, yeah, because yeah. he's still, like, yeah. kind of small. Well, my son, I think I picked my sons up now. My sons is 10 and 11. That's crazy. I think I picked them up for the first time I probably did in, like, a couple years. But it was kind of like symbolizing, like, y'all still my kids, y'all still yeah, my babies. Yeah. And I guess they see my daughter in my arms so much, they don't see that. So I picked up my oldest son, who was 11, and, like, I had him picked up like I would hold a baby. And I'm like, you, you know you're my first son, and you're yeah. still my child. Like, yeah. you see me hold my daughter, but you my, or your sister, but you still my child, or whatever like that. And it was funny, because I did, like, I picked up all my kids over the weekend for, like, like rarity, like the which is like something I never do. I'm like dreading that day, and when I did it, and I noticed it, like I, it, it, the shit hurt. Don't get me wrong, I was dragging my motherfucking leg the whole time. <laughs> but um, when when I look back on it five years from now, whenever it is, I'm gonna think about, damn, like when was the last time I picked you up? And I want to remember that time. I was thinking about that. I really want to remember that time. The last. Whenever time. the last time I picked her up. Do you remember? That's what I'm thinking. Like, damn, that's that's a deep. Because yeah. I don't remember the last time I picked them up. Like, I picked them up, like, on some, yo, y'all know I can still get y'all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, like, picked some, you up like, like that. Like, picked was... up the whole thing, like, carrying. Yeah. I don't remember. That's crazy. Yeah. That's I mean, crazy. those years do blend because, like, do. Uh, even, like, things I experienced with my daughter, like, and I think that was, like, the reason behind me picking up my sons is because, like, I remember picking up. I was picking up my daughter. And she was like, kind of like, uh, pick me up, like mm-hmm. kind of that way. And I'm like, I don't remember me doing that with my my sons, and I don't remember like that stage of their life no more. Like it mm-hmm. just blends so fast because, like, like when they transform from a different stage, it's like you just forget what happened before. So it was like mm-hmm. you, I don't yeah. remember like that shit. Like I couldn't like when I had my daughter, I couldn't remember how to like have like infant kids, like making a yeah, bottle and all that the, shit. That the, shit the, was so foreign. To me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and you gotta remember, my kids like. It's tall, so they was like 
tall and big yeah. at early age. So it might have been like real early yeah. that I stopped picking her up. Yeah. As far as my daughter. I think it's symbolic though, like you said, mm-hmm. to like like my kids really enjoyed me picking them up. And it's just crazy that you mentioned it over the weekend is like to make them feel like I mean, I guess it's a place of shelter. Like it, yeah. it, like you still gotta protect them. Is and you know, we come from our, the generation before us, they always used to hit us with the don't pick your kids up too much because you want to spoil them and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, it, it's going to come yeah. to a time where you're going to wish like you could. You do could it. still pick up. Yeah. Now I'm going to go pick up big ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Watch That's this. the thing, though. I think we was raised in like, well, times were so harder back then that it's like you didn't have time to, to coddle your, your kids and all that. You mm-hmm. had to show everybody had to learn tough love because mom probably wasn't home all day. Yeah. Times are a little better now that you can be more loving and stuff like that. Do y'all remember getting picked up by your parents? I don't remember this like the specific time, but I do remember my pop picking me up at an age I was like too old to be picked up. I, I remember, remember it that. Yeah, I remember it, and I don't. I remember it from a picture. Yeah. Okay. I have, I have a picture. Yeah, I have yeah. a picture of my because I don't have a relationship with yeah. my dad at all. So yeah. I would have a picture of him holding me as a kid, and it'd be like. I rem- like I can vaguely remember it. I was reading something where it say, "You remember you, you have a piece of everything that happened to you in your life. It's just something that got to trigger, trigger the memory." Yeah, yeah. yeah. so but that's why like, I say that though. Like, like I find myself taking random pictures of my kids now mm-hmm. because it's like everybody always talk about the times where everybody get dressed and go out and stuff like that. Right. But you do have to remember like the random stuff. Right. And I think we like we come from an era where like f- photographers and all that wasn't all that. A lot of photos wasn't mm. had or things no. got damaged because they wasn't in a digital space. They was all like in a photo album in the basement and the basement flooded or something like that. Right. So we don't have a lot of pictures of that. In this generation though, you can have a million pictures of your kids through their childhood. And that's crazy because I was just going through my Instagram and like deleting all my pictures. Now, yeah. for some reason, you could delete multiple pictures at a time. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I was just, too scared to put up, yeah. like, you trying to make your happen. dating profile. That's what you're doing? The five pictures? <laughs> oh, wow. That's a celebrity profile. Is that what it is? No, that's a dating have, profile. What, you, got, you only have five pictures? Yeah, I keep telling everybody that. I, it, this off, oh, is off topic, though, but <laughs> Instagram is a dating app. And people only put up four or five pictures on there because it's a dating profile. <laughs> no, like, I had like twenty six hundred posts, so I had to get rid of that yeah, shit. So yeah. I had more posts than I had friends. So I was like, yeah. I'm gonna go through them. But as I'm going through them, I'm seeing all these pictures of like my kids, and I mm. couldn't delete them. So I'm like arch- archiving them or whatever. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I can't get rid of these pictures because it was like so many memories, like when they was little and shit. I used to take all types of pictures like when they was little. Not even just like the picking up. And stuff like that. I, I'm thinking about like um, it was another thing I noticed um on my windshield. I noticed uh like fingerprints oh, on my yeah. windshield from, and I was like, damn, like I'm complaining about it now because I want to like wipe. I want a clean windshield, mm-hmm. but then I got to a point I was like, I don't even want to clean this off because it's like, I there's gonna be a time yeah. where I'm not gonna have their fingerprints and stuff on windows anymore. Yeah, you you get to a point where you want your kids to grow up and then. It's an age they hit, and you wish they slow down. They slow down, yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's probably like the that's age where I'm at right like now. Slow, like I wish they slow down. Well, my daughter, like she's 22. Yeah, so I'm like, damn, like I remember when you was a baby. Yeah, yeah. Now you having like adult conversations. Yeah, yeah, like you a whole adult. Like I barely get to, you know what I mean, yeah. see her as much because she got her own life. Yeah, yeah. And that should be like, damn, I wish she was a baby again. So I, you know what I mean, like you was more into me back then. But yeah, I just was like 
um, my neighbor, two about two houses down. You know how you see people don't really know him. Mm-hmm. You see people in passing. I thought th- this kind of struck me kind of hard too, on like a hardcore because. Like, I always see him. He got, like, a nice-ass Benz truck, big truck. Probably got, like, the best car on the block or whatever like that. But you always see him coming and going. And we always either, yo, you see the same cars in, like, the same proximity. Like, right. so you know who home and who not. Right, right, right. Like that. So his car was out in the back for, like, three, four days. And that's not usual. It's not, like, something. He usually go to work or whatever yeah. like that. He ended up dying. So, oh, shit. And he was dead for, like, three days in the house. Oh shit! So I came home with my kids, and my neighbor was telling me, like, yeah, we had like you know somebody lost. That's the thing I realized too when I moved on my neighborhood. I realized everybody old on my block, so I'm like, it's gonna be a lot of death. Like, but um, yeah. But to say that, like, they couldn't even find nobody to get in contact with to like let them know he was dead. And I'm like, that shit struck a chord with me because like. Like, because I really want to keep in contact with my kids as they get older. Like, yeah. I want them to, you know, you, you have a life and stuff like that, but you still want to, don't want to get so far attached that when something happens to your parents, you don't even mm. know. Right. Like, they really was, like, the cops were probably at his house for, like, a day, just waiting to kind of find some type of article or something that they can contact somebody to let them know that he had passed. I was like, damn, that shit, like, took me for, like, that shit, like, really had me thinking all day about it. Like, that used to be my worst fear. Like, I yeah. ain't want to die alone. Yeah. Where it's like nobody know. That shit had me ready to get a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like somebody walk in the house and see know that I'm dead or something. Yeah. Like, Cause they say that men are running streets until they get sick and then they want to settle down with somebody because they need somebody to take care of them and shit like that. And I don't want to be that way. Yeah, I don't want to put that on nobody, but yeah. I still don't want to die alone. Yeah. That's that's a scary feeling that people would like go about there. And I'm pretty sure he got kids, like that everybody just went on one day life and yeah. Like that man was gone for three days and nobody talked like, to him or called to check up on him. Three days, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So it just kind of remind me to like call my folks and like where I'm always reminding my kids like go pick up the phone and call your dad. Like you know what I mean. So that was crazy. You alright? You dropped the tail over there. Nah, I'm cool. Nigga <laughs> 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 just crying and sniffing. <laughs> All I hear is. <laughs> <laughs> we got a man. That wasn't that was just yeah. I what I wanted to talk about too, though, was like uh, with this um, music, latest music coming out and stuff like that. And we always been talking about from the Jeezy album to the Ross album, the Ross and Meat combo album that didn't do that well. And um, even like our first listen, we talked about with the Drake album. Like, what y'all feel like the the whole reason why music not selling as much as it used to? I don't know. I just I, I I don't know if it's me or it's the landscape, but I just can't get into nothing no more. And I was waiting for the Ross and and and, and, and Meek drunk because I thought that was going to do it for like, me. Yeah. Even the Jeezy drunk, I was like Jeezy, he gonna give me something that made me fall back in love with music, and it's not happening. Like I'd rather listen to like a some old shit or like some Anita Baker shit. Like even the Benny shit, I didn't even. Listen to the Benny and yeah, I didn't that. hear that at all. I heard I heard y'all talking about it, but I didn't yeah. even. I seen that. it and I kept seeing it. Like ah, I'm gonna give it. Maybe it was the Lil Wayne on it that threw me up, but I didn't even listen to it. And it was like shit. Like normally I see a, a Griselda shit playing it from throw the it right on. Yeah, throw it right on. Now it's like I don't know for some reason like this music just not. Maybe it's all that bullshit that's that's that saturated the the, 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 market. the market that's. Me off. I th- I think it's just so much accessibility. 
um, with, yeah. with the streaming platforms. And it, I mean, obviously, that's one reason why uh, music isn't selling. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, because you can pay ten dollars a month and listen to anything, anything. that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, they move true. the bar as far as um, where what artists the, get paid on the stream with streams. Yeah, yeah like um, penny or some shit. That's crazy. Another thing I think, and I, I really do believe this is going to be something that um, is going to be prominent. Um, maybe not right now or later on. Like you see a lot of, um, not a lot. You see a few artists now. They're they're starting to do the um, pay what you want, or I'm gonna. Yeah, like Nipsey put out the Crenshaw mixtape for oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred dollars, but then yeah. he put out the pay what you want thing. Lloyd Banks released the mixtape, hundred dollars yeah. a pop. Yeah. Um, the Russell does the same thing with his shows though. Right. Um, pay what you want. His merch too. Pay what you want. And yeah, and the merch too. So like, I just think um, as we go on, I think artists are gonna try to move away from the streaming um model. Mm-hmm. Because obviously it's not lucrative unless you, a lot of independent, a lot of artists are going independent now anyway. Like I think Drake is just dropping albums just to kind of go independent at this point. I think, so. yeah. I think he off his label though. I think he he get either not this. I think he's still one. no, yeah. he's still under Cash Money. Oh, and I think that's why he's dropping like the dark, the dark zero mixtapes, yeah. and yeah. I don't because I don't know exactly what his deal is with Cash Money, but I feel like he's just dropping. A bunch of music and B sides and stuff like that, and dropping them as albums, yeah, just to kind of get out his deal at this point. Yeah, I think that's just talk, a theory. But we talked about that like last episode with Jeezy. Like Jeezy shit is independent now. Now it is. Yeah. He off of uh, Def Jam, but they've seen so many people make money like that, mm-hmm. uh, like Russ and all that. Like right, being Russ relevant. Yeah. yeah, but I think once people start to go independent, I think a lot of them are going to start um, leaving the streaming, doing the that's same right. model of you know. That's what pay uh, would pay this certain amount for for the. the that's what um with Meek uh hinted to in his tweet when they said he was mm-hmm. uh, uh supposed to go like they supposed to only do like thirty six thousand, mm-hmm. that's estimated from streams, mm-hmm. and, um, he was saying that you gonna be able to subscribe to 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 an artist yeah and like like right to like you know point of sale right to the the demand to the to the from the artist to the the art or whatever like that. And um, they're going to get away from, like... Because Joe Button say that all the time. Like, what's the value of a stream? And who yeah. makes that 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 value up? Like, yeah. if you say, I listen to this one time, it don't, it's only worth a half a penny, who who sets that parameter? Yeah, but I think... How much you pay... You can't let the, the platforms set how much they pay you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they're not going to pay you. Artists, I think uh, a lot of musicians, artists, rappers, you know, the whole scope right. of music, I think they're going to start treating their, their albums like paintings at this point. Um, you you pay for this or like prints like you have ph- photographers who who sell prints for like hundred dollars a pop, mm-hmm. but it's the same thing that they you know they sell. But you also have the idea of remember the Wu Tang album, the last Wu Tang album that mm-hmm. dropped, they put it up for auction. Yeah, 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 yeah. For, and the okay. board for all that money. So I I could yeah. see that happening a lot more. I like the concept. What Prince used to do, the artist Prince, he used to drop an album and go on tour. If you bought the Ticket for the tour, you bought a copy of the album. A copy of the album. So but he was getting t- away from that too, though. Every ticket he yeah. sold, you bought a copy of the album. So you know, motherfuckers will come see Prince for the tour. Yeah. Not necessarily want to hear his new shit, but they thinking they, they got going, the album. But yeah. they bought the album and his sales with. That's what they were doing. Um, when like Hove gave everybody the album when they bought the when Samsung, they bought the, yeah, 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 something yeah, like the that. Phone, yeah. And then they kind of went away with that because they was mixing 
uh, it was mixing merch. Mm-hmm. Like Travis Scott went like triple platinum because he sold merch, merch with was, the uh, yeah. with the bundle with the album. Cuddy too is a reason why Cuddy yeah. stays relevant because of his merch. Yeah, but they recently just went away from that Billboard. Like they got rid of those that. bundles. There's yeah. no more bundles for for album sales or whatever like that. But yeah, I think so. I think you have to find a way to give out the same formula of buying a CD but make it digital. Like that that effect that effect that effect that I can buy something for nine ninety nine mm-hmm. and just have it instead of like because the problem is we don't want to go to the store and, and buy, buy a it, CD. Yeah. I just but I, can you deliver it to me that same type of way that I can buy support you uh, off a platform and find a way that it. Uh, but they had that with iTunes. I don't think the idea of album sales has has holds the same value as it did back in the day. It, the, the, uh, the album sales doesn't determine the artist that you are or your brand anymore. I, I just, I, I don't think it is because of the streaming platform. Yeah, streaming. Mm-hmm. So I think at this point, people are just trying to find out what's the most lucrative thing for them to do to continue making music. So then you're going to have, like I said, the artists that are going to sell their, their, their mixtapes for $100 a pop. You figure I sell a thousand mixtapes for $100 a pop. What's that? A hundred thousand? Mm-hmm. It's $100,000 off of a thousand mixtapes. It's nothing. That's a block in New York. It's <laughs> behind my mixtapes right there. Like, the thing is, you gotta um, monetize your audience, so whatever it is. And I think a lot of people right now monetizing their audience from social media. Right. So it's like if I can drive up the streams on the song on TikTok, then I can okay. throw in the ads in between it, and I can make my money yeah. off that. Like some mm-hmm. people only making their money off of ads. Like ad placement and stuff like that. So it don't care what the actual music. The music is the engine behind the tours and the merch and the ads that actually make them the money. So I think you do like the music will never go to the point where it's like irrelevant. But it is 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 more right now a engine. Like I think people are more influencers that make music versus them just artists. yeah artists yeah yeah yeah. Versus them just being an artist and make music. Like, you can't just sell music. You no. got to diversify what you do. do. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't believe there are too many artists out anyway. Like now? Yeah. yeah. We have single makers, song makers, but not necessarily artists. Well, the tension span so short too. that you don't even have to make a song. Like, you had to used to have to format a whole song. You needed a bridge. You needed a chorus and stuff like that. Yeah. And you need a hundred and... One hundred and twenty seconds viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the yeah, producer yeah, is more relevant than the artist because you just need a banging beat or whatever like that. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. go on tour off a of viral TikTok song. Yeah, like I mean, look look Ass. how much success like Sexy Red had, uh, Amani Blanco, another them. Just people just made their money off of like a catchy. Yeah, post. social media posts basically. Sexy Red is is, is she doing the thing? I ain't gonna lie. I thought it was gonna be like, a, I thought it was gonna be like a fade that faded away. Like she's gonna be a one hit wonder. No, well, she, she worked hard though. They showed her like in the video she, moving, she was out bro. there with like F, what's his name, FGP Duck or something like that. Mm. So she was on the grind for like a while. It ain't like just like. Can't oh, pop before. up. I'm about to say FGP Duck is dead. Yeah, but no, this was way <laughs> before. Back That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Back, yeah, yeah. back before, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She yeah, was yeah. grinding. This ain't she her first time going viral. She had yeah. viral songs before, but yeah. now it's like. She consistently dropping like, all right, joints. Not to, not good joints because I'm talking yeah, about yeah, like yeah. shit that's, that's. Well, she's doing better than Girl really Glow, and I think right now, Glow yeah. was Glow kind of in a bad position where she can't find her next hit. 
Yeah, she can. She she's done. Yeah. That cha 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 shit was hard. I like Glow though. I like the person. Her, I, I, yeah, the person. But that's like why she'd be okay person. though. That's but this leans to what we say about the the artist is more important than the music because she's still relevant because her, her personality, personality because her you get the peek behind the curtain to see her personality. Yeah. Even Koi, I think yeah. Koi for fading away. Yeah, I but I think Koi just relevant. Like then she, yeah. I think she just gonna be relevant, even though the mute she like Grammy, she Grammy nominated now, which is like, uh, Ice Spice got four nominations. That just shows for you the, Grammys. Yeah. yeah, I don't think is the Grammys relevant anymore. Then, <laughs> like, I don't think there's. I think I, it's just not that great of music out yeah. there. So, like, so you got to pick something. That's bad. But you I think Ice Spice I think four Grammy nominations. I think Mel wow. hip hop is in trouble because males are not dominated no more. It's really a female genre. The best songs out this year has been female females. songs. Yeah, females ran yeah. this shit this year. I don't, I don't have a problem with female rappers, but I think the quality of what they drop is isn't great. Yeah, yeah, they're, but they're, they're not make, rapping. They're <laughs> making it's whole music. It's whole music. Yeah, they're but they making yeah. they making the best hits. Yeah, like it ain't that too many men sell. on the charts. Like even when sex sells, that's always been the thing. So that's the thing, though. When we ushered in this new genre of music with the um, what's the boy from Detroit? Uh, Babyface Ray and all them. Mm-hmm. Like they can rap, but they can't make songs that climb the charts. Right. So even Baby, like for everything, everybody say Baby the next one. That's it. He can't climb the charts like that. He yeah, climbed yeah. the charts every once in a while. That's right. it. So this next generation of like males that rap, they don't know how to make hit songs. Ah, oh, yeah. Nah. So the the women on the charts for real, for real. But I digress. Yeah. <laughs> I think hip hop keep going this this way is gonna eventually fade away. I don't think it'll fade away. I just think I it's do, just. Bro. I think that shit is is going in another direction. Maybe the the hip hop as we know it, or as I know it, as my era, is definitely dying. My era of hip hop is dying. It ain't. But I think you always have no like pockets of it that'll be great. Like for everybody who's. It's always gonna be some nostalgic rap or nostalgic like similar, acts like Griselda and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, but similar to like how in the NBA they say like uh the the, the traditional big man is going, the center mm-hmm. is going. But the best player in the leagues are the big men. Mm-hmm. So I think it's always gonna be pockets of great variations rap. of it, yeah. But we just don't lean to that because we live our life through phones. There's there's popular. artists who still drop that boom bap old school type music. They're just not popular. But it's you, just you, not on you, the phone. It's just not in your right, in your phone, right? But like the, Louis Banks just dropped a, a mixtape, and nobody's, nobody's talking about it because it. it's not on your phone. But right. the, I think there's just an abundance of artists now. Like a lot of people do music now. Yeah. So, and then, like I said, another thing with I think I mentioned this um, before: the accessibility of music. Mm-hmm. So, Joey Badass does that boom bap shit. Nice. He's nice, He's nice mm-hmm. but. He's not. We don't have a TRO, and we don't have 106 and Park anymore to push right, right, those right, right. those narratives. We have whatever these kids online are pushing in their TikToks and everything else that make popular music, mm. because that's how we find new music now is through Instagram and social influencers. media and influencers. Yes, I and know. influencers are kids, and kids listen to what kids listen to. Yeah. Well, maybe that's our fault then for not growing with the generation, like. We still like I, for every like. All right, they said Meek and Ross didn't sell because the kids don't listen to it. 
Well, we must didn't listen to it either if it ain't sub. Like, I, I honestly point? didn't even know the album dropped. Yeah. No. I think I it was a bad it rollout. I think it was a bad rollout to it. But who has rollouts anymore, too? But I think though they I think you're supposed to have a song. They but, did more interviews than they did songs. Uh, well, that's the rollout now. It's podcasts, yeah, podcasts, podcasts yeah. and shows. Those are rollouts, but they yeah, don't. But even none talk. of that beats the good song. But what I'm saying is, they don't talk about the albums anymore. Those podcasts aren't generated or, or solely centered, central around the album. They no, don't the, talk about their albums anymore. No, they the, talk about everything else is going. Everything on. else is going on, and not the album. I'm not here to really promote my album. I'm here to promote myself. I disagree. I think they do talk about the album, but we only digest the clips that we see on the internet. No, I watched that whole, because City Girls, they dropped and they shit tank. I watched the whole, uh, what's that shit? Million Dollars Worth of Game? No, not that one. Breakfast Club. They never talked about the album, bro. They talked about everything else. Well, I think with Dumb though, is more... Like, a lot of the women is more about their tea and their gossip than anything. But they did say they should have did, like, they should have did. They did their press run after the album came out. Yeah, that's right. Like, wrong. they ain't do no, and they don't have no management either, so. They but I felt like, fly. I felt like, uh, like, I am I would really find it hard-pressed that, that anywhere Meek and Ross went, they didn't talk about that album. But the clips you see on the internet of like yeah. them talking to Speedy is about their net worth, and it's like everybody's so catering to what, what's going. Think what's about going old hip hop rollouts, right? Mm-hmm. You did a TRL appearance, a 106 and Park appearance. You premiered your single on, on 106, 106 and Park yeah. and TRL when you did your interview about your album. If you were a rapper, you had to hop on Flex. Flex. You had to do a freestyle on Flex. That was mandatory for you to do in order for you to promote your album. Based off that freestyle, you knew how that album was going to be. Well, that yeah. turned into the going to Million Dollars Worth of Game, going to podcasts and radio shows. But now. even with that, you're not talking about your album. You're talking about all types of shit. Yeah, but I'm saying, that, like, so what everything you speaking of, the number one key in all that was the hit song. You had to have the hit song. They they're not rolling out the hit song first. Like, that City Girl album came out. Nobody knew what was the song on there. They ain't had no single. This, this, this Ross and what's the name song? This Ross and uh, but, Meek album, they but, dropped one song. But think about the rollouts for songs now. We don't have that that thing that, put, that puts your, your song out in front of your face and it plays in front of your face all the time. But we have that, though. What? What? You have to. I the have phone. to. No, the phone is me searching for the song and putting the song nah, on. It's in front as of opposed your face. to MTV putting it on its top ten. So and it being in my face every day, as opposed to BET putting it on its top ten and people voting for it. So and putting it in my face every day, as opposed to the radio playing it twenty times a day and me hearing it all the time. Then it becomes my favorite song. Well, that's equivalent, to now, that's equivalent to that's equivalent. How many times you saw did you ever click and see the Ross, the Shaq and Kobe video on mm-hmm. YouTube? No, but you've seen it a million times on the oh, shade room, yeah. on Hollywood Unlock, on every uh hot freestyle. When that that video came out, it rolled out the same way that it's just thrown in your face. And the music is thrown in your face and your phone is just not doing as well because we digest the clip and that's all we want. I disagree. Like it's nothing making us going to go buy the album. Like, like, it's, so I understand what you're saying. Like, um, oh, it's not on 106 and Park every day. And nobody running home to go watch it at 6 o'clock. But we're watching it on our phones all day. 
Like you can you can you can uh quote a Corey LeRae song from TikTok that you don't listen to, but the, the But there's a difference between me having my phone out, it just popping up on my phone as I'm scrolling because my attention span from me going through my timeline is completely different. If I see Meek and Ross and I see that video, that's not a play. That's not a, that's me. That's not me playing the song. It's not me watching TV and my attention span is on the TV. My attention span is barely on my phone because I'm scrolling through. So it's not necessarily registering in my mind to play that song. I don't. I disagree because the only difference is I think from then and now is that when you hear the song and you watch the video, because now you can say videos more prevalent than they ever been. It's just as many videos coming out than it was when we was watching 106 and TRL now. But the only difference is, is that you can go out and make a single purchase back in the day for $9.99 and support your artists. Now you got to listen to the song a million times to support them the same way. I think that's the only difference is how they getting paid. But I think we still enjoying it the same way. We enjoying the videos. We encourage to go listen to it. But if I bought that album and listened to it one time and didn't like it, I already went up front and put my money out. Now I get the choice of. Uh, I don't like it, so I'm not going. That's literally saying, "Give me a dollar, I'll let you listen to the album. You don't like it, put it back on the shelf." Mm-hmm. Back then, back in the day, it wasn't that choice. You 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 fully support it, regardless if you liked it or not. I just I feel like we do like it was a pocket before like social media was as big as it was before Instagram came around that you didn't see artists doing rap videos no more. It wasn't no more videos. They told you MTV Jams was dead, 106 and Park was dead, TRLL was dead. It wasn't no more videos. I haven't watched the videos since like the Kanye era. I'm about to say, I don't even know when I don't. So you saying that there's I a bunch YouTube of videos. and I randomly said, damn, they had a video for that I, I'm surprised. Every when video. When I see the clip on. Every, name a song that you haven't seen, that you that you saw, that does not come with a video. I you don't hear you. the song. You don't hear the song without the video. But that's what I'm saying. I every Cardi B song. I haven't seen these videos that you're talking about. That's no what my. I'm saying. They not pushed in my face because they not on on a platform for me to see it I have to search for the song I have to go on YouTube and type in the song why would I do that when I could play it on Spotify what was Offset <laughs> what was Offset uh, main uh, single to the joint the joint with Cardi B where did uh, you see that at on the shade on room. the shade room Cardi B and uh, Meg just dropped, rolled out an album where you see that video at on the shade room Shaq and Kobe on the shade room all that shit, you see it the same way you see it before. The only difference is when you buy the music, you put your money up front. Now you get the choice of how many times you want to listen to it. Like, like what have said, what have said with the Diddy album. I listened to it one time and I didn't. But here's the thing: there's some. All right, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but there's a difference between the Shade Room posting that song, the, the video up of that song one time being played on my timeline for that day, right? As opposed to me putting on BET after school and it being on the top 10 for two weeks. That's the the same. It's not the same thing because I only see it one day, sport. You don't. As opposed to me watching BET and it's on the top 10 going from one to 10 between for two, three, three, two, three How many dances? How many dances you see? Where them dances come? Them songs you see from them dances. The the bongos dance where she ate the mango like... That's the same thing bum, as watching bum, a BET bum. video every day. Either way. Let's agree to disagree. Yeah. Next stuff. <laughs> Who we got next? I don't know. I can't, I can't see, see where this. I'm at. Who y'all think the better athlete dead? LeVar, oh, LeVar Ball Deion. or Deion Sanders? I'm going Deion. Uh, I'm going fucking Deion. Well, LeVar, got, say LeVar Ball man. got more success. 
what with them? Yeah, they in the NBA. Two of them, yeah, all of them made it to the league. All right, but they, they his kids are still in college right now. They might make it, except the one that's a rapper. He ain't no. Levar yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ball three for three. I mean, the other one's a rapper. He about to be three for three. He got the shorty that played ball. Who's a rapper? His son. His oldest Who's? Son, DJ. I mean, uh, Deion Junior. Deion Junior. I thought I thought he just did the camera stuff. No, he was a he a rapper. He a rapper. He he do the you know he filmed uh, all all the. He I follow too, him on Twitter. He just had an album come out. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. I, I, unless I'm mistaken, bro. I, I believe you, but I, he does the, the. He's like the. Uh, the he does he films. The videography. He's the camera guy for for Colorado. Yeah, when I looked him up, he was the. Uh, he had an album. Or something. Maybe I'm tripping. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. All right, but he got Shador, mm-hmm. Shiloh. Right. I don't think Shiloh making it. You don't think he'll make it? That's the boy, right? What's That's the girl? The safety. All right, Shiloh the girl. That play ball. Who she play for? I don't know. <laughs> she gonna be alright. She, she got a shield. She gonna be alright. Yeah. They said Shaq daughter gonna be alright too. They said Shaq son was gonna be alright. What happened? Did Melo win? Did Lamelo win? Win a rookie of the year? No, he lost to Anthony. Edwards, to Anthony, Anthony yeah, but he got a signature shoe. Yeah. Um, he in the league. He been an All Star. Who Lamelo? No, not an All Star. He's been in the league. But he's he, he could be he probably he, he's a future all star. And I don't like how Dion do his kids. Nice though. That ranking shit, I don't like that oh, shit. Oh, three for three. He the other one. He made he played for I the don't Pistons. I about three for three. <laughs> yeah, I had to go back to that. He played for the Pistons. He Ooh. played for the Pistons? Yeah. Lamangio was he got a uniform. La, uh, Jello. Langio. Langio. Yeah. He played for yeah, he played for the Pistons. And Lonzo, I don't know what's going on. It was only for like a week. But he was he was on the he Pistons. He a journeyman. He not three for three. We not gonna give him Leangelo. I'm bro. not giving him no. But the other he one played for the NBA. He, he did. No. A matter if it was a week or not. They both signed hundred hundred million dollar contracts. So y'all going Levar? I gotta go Levar. As much as I'm a Dion fan, I gotta go Levar. I gotta wait and see. Yeah, I got Shadow. If Shallow if, if, if Shallow and what's the name? Make it. Shador, Shador make going it. for sure. Yeah, Shallow go. Don't it feel like a year ago they was playing? What? Like, don't it feel like all the hype behind them and that shit at the beginning of the year happened oh, like yeah, last year? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that shit was this shit. Now they losing this shit. I didn't even realize. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize Shador's um, stats were so close to Caleb Williams. Like his touchdown to interception ratio, his QBR isn't as high. Yeah. But his touchdown interception ratio is, is about the same. He might benefit from like staying all four years because. To get the team around him better, because being no, if they hot next year, they, he got to go. Yeah, but I'm saying like, Wait, well, he got to come back next year. No, he's, he's sophomore. He's a sophomore, so he got to come back next year. Yeah, yeah he got. All go. right, well then, he benefits from playing with that if, team another year. If they get a defense next year, and <laughs> they need I, the offensive line. Well, yeah, that too. But they um, definitely yeah. need defense too. But, they, but if that wasn't his, if that wasn't his dad, <clears throat> he would be in the transfer portal to leave. Yeah, if that wasn't his dad, he could go somewhere else and be like, because you got to remember, Caleb Williams wasn't at USC. Caleb yeah. Williams was at uh, yeah. was at Oklahoma, yeah. and Jalen Hurts left Alabama and went to Oklahoma. So quarterbacks move around to the best situation for him. Right now, he's not in the best situation. With them losing, is Caleb his, his stock still high? Yeah, he, he the best man. prospect. So? He the best prospect in a couple of years. They lost to what Bo Nix? Like no, come on. No, nah, he lost to somebody else. He lost to uh, they Washington. lost like two. Yeah, he lost to Washington too. Yeah. yeah, they lost to Washington too. Yeah, 
that other quarterback gonna go high too. Every court, every top quarterback he played, he lost to. But he's still gonna go like um he's still gonna be a top pick. He's gonna be the top pick. Yeah, he's definitely gonna be the top pick. Unless depends Unless. on who, if somebody got a quarterback to get the um, pick. If Arizona get it, he ain't he ain't going now they talking. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. He yeah. look good too. He, he look, look good. No, he look good today. I think you still take him though. You would take him? Yeah, I would still take him and then deal with it. They took Kyler Murray after they took Josh Rosen the year before. Yeah, but look how that played out. That's what I'm saying. So, unless they take Marvin Harrison, number one. Marvin Harrison Jr., Mm -hmm. number one. I do need a receiver. You're right. They do need a receiver. They might not do no one. They might start winning. Yeah. Anyway. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, Chicago might get the number one pick. Yeah, Chicago's ass. Because they got the Panthers pick. Oh, yeah. Ass. Yeah, the Panthers. They're not getting it. They're not getting a quarterback though. Oh, Chicago? Shit. I think they they stick Shit. <laughs> fucking with Phillips? I think so. I don't know, man. Yeah, but I definitely say uh what's the name? Because I don't like oh, how yeah, what y'all said? Y'all said LeVar. Yeah, I, said I don't LeVar. like how Dion do that uh rank my kids shit. Like, I don't think that's good for they psyche. They do. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, but you know. I we see a lot of clips from De- I'm not saying it like not to diminish Dion as a father. I see a lot of clips from him from his reality show that he used to be on mm-hmm. that I totally forgot about. I didn't even. Yeah, yeah I forgot about it. But all I'm on there is like small ch- kids and stuff like. And he had a, a lot of good lessons and stuff like that on there. So I do that is dope. Good father, man. I yeah. rank my kids too. You rank your kids? What's up? <laughs> what's, so what, what's the rank? My daughter. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't work my kids. Yeah, we learned that from the roots picnic. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm playing, y'all, because they do watch. Yo, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. It's a joke. Just kidding. Like, y'all uh, equally. I joke. I joke. <laughs> I joke. I joke. I kid. I kid. Um, where we at? Y'all pick something. Rebuilding your identity. You feel like you got to rebuild your identity? I feel that way in my 30s. I like who I am. Oh, been this I, way for 40 so, years. No, I, I actually did. I want to talk about this. Well, I'll talk about it though. You don't want to talk about it. I don't know. What, I don't know what you meant by it, but I'm gonna tell you what nah, I meant by go it. Ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I just think like uh, now I kind of space, but um, rebuilding your identity. I think I'm a different person. Like I feel like you ever feel like you're in a different chapter of your life. Oh yeah. So like, okay. I don't even hang out with the same people I used to hang out with. That um, I just feel like I'm a different version of who I was. Like I don't enjoy it. I'm. I think my life and my body changing, and I gotta be more um aware, aware and conducive to the change. Yeah. Because like, like I as a kid, I used to stay up to like two, three in the morning. Right. Just can't do it no more. I'd be wanting to, but I just can't do it no more. So stuff like that, and then like uh. Like friends, I don't really talk to that many people at all, and it's just like being cool with like knowing that like I don't converse with a lot of people outside of like work, right? And just being okay with that. Like a lot of people that you used to see, I look up now like people I used to consider friends. I haven't seen them in like five, six years. Like, some shit. Yeah, and it's like That's you realize crazy. like you know like your circle really tra- change and stuff like that. So that's what I was thinking about when I'm like rebuilding my yeah identity. Like I gotta find like new hobbies and new things in this like version of my life. I think I'm more at peace now, more calmer. Yeah. I think as far as that, I think the core of who I am is always going to be the same. 
I'm still the same head from around the way, but I'm more calmer and I'm more like still with the ink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more calmer and I'm more like at this point, like I'm preserving life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like my my whole goal is to live as long as possible now. So anything that's going to deter me from that, I'm staying away from. Yeah, that so makes like, sense. An example, like being with the, the niggas from the, the hood or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, or being in the hood. Like I don't even go around there no more. Mm-hmm. Like just, I just don't want to be around that energy, environment. Yeah, that yeah, vi- yeah, that yeah. environment, the way it could take me, or you know, even mistaken identity could take me out of here. Like I'm all about preservation of life right now. That's I, where I'm at. I think I wrote this because um so. Um, there was a, a a time or a situation where um, like my so my my how I me being a father was questioned right as far as like um something was said about me being a father right mm-hmm. and um like in that moment I was kind of like deflated by what was said because I invested so much in um me being that that role in my life. Right. Um but because of that I had to take a step back because first off what was said was totally false, right? I'm a great father. Right. I know that for a fact. Right. Um but then I had to think about the fact that one day I won't the role that I have as far as the the capacity in which it is will decrease Mm -hmm. because my kids will live their own lives. So I'll have to rebuild my identity and I should start now Mm -hmm. because my identity is too encapsulated in me being a father. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Go ahead. I'm going to cut you off. Go ahead. I'm just saying we live our, we live our life in stages. And the biggest thing I, I say with, with like men is knowing what's like re- required of you. Like in this stage of your life, it might require you to be more of a father. Mm. And I think as long as you're not oblivious to the fact that like for you saying it yourself, like it's going to be times where that has to change and um, kind of like slowly pivot into that and being aware of that, but be okay within the space you live in. Whereas like right now I got to be the dad that's, doing everything and all over and I can't worry about like dating or whatever the case may be. Not even saying that that's what you're saying, but whatever. Yeah. And just being like aware of that which stage of your life in. Like when my kids are five to ten, I need to be more of a dad and yeah. not a street runner. Yeah. But when they ten to fifteen, I can go out again or whatever yeah, the case yeah. may be. So right. being aware of that. And I I was kinda kinda having a similar conversation with people like told somebody like it's okay to be aware of the things people say of you like um we're well aware of what's said of us even when it's not said around you the opinions that people have around you or they might have it's okay to be aware of it and it's okay to not like what they say about you mm. it's also uh okay to not give a fuck about the opinions yeah, like yeah. you know what i mean so i'm always like because i used to worry about what's said and I used to get mad that I worried about what's said, but it's okay to worry about or be aware of what's being said, regardless if you think it's true or if you like it. Mm. What you do with that 
is totally up to you. Like, do you let that, like, for example, like, oh, you're not a real man. Not to say this is just a situation. This be it. If somebody say you're not a real man, I can't act like that didn't register in my head because it right. did register in my head. Right. right. It's what I do with it after it registered. After the fact, yep. I don't believe a shit. That don't, it's not valid to me. So it don't make no sense, but I'm not going to sit here and act like it just went in the air and came out the, out of the air, right. but it doesn't validate me. So it doesn't matter to me, but I did hear it. You know what I mean? Right. So you got to, like, when anybody, and I tell menace in general, when they try to challenge you or kind of insult you in general, or you worry about how, like, your uh, personality is being conveyed to people, it's like, who gives a fuck? But I am, I, I might know, but I don't give a fuck. If that makes any sense. No, I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Like you, like I used to be mad at myself for 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 knowing or wondering what people thought of me, and it's okay to wonder, and it's okay to uh, uh, seek to know. But what they say, whether it's oh the narcissist or the flirt or the person that want to be the funniest guy in the room, mm. whatever it's being said. If it doesn't validate me or I don't think it's true, and I'm not just like being uh, oblivious to it, like, oh, if it's some truth to it, I'll 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 be able to admit that it's true. Right. But if it ain't none to it, I'm not gonna let it kill me just yeah. because you said it. Yeah. And it like it's kind of crazy because um so like I, y'all know I, I tore my meniscus at work and um I, I went back um like the second day after I got hurt, I went back to work. And um, the first day I went back, they had me on like like desk duty, like you know what I mean, sitting down all day. And I'm when I first got there, they had me on a completely different floor. Subconsciously, I think I'm a hindrance because I don't know what I'm doing necessarily. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people are talking about me because I don't know what I'm doing. Right. right, right. So now I'm going. I feel like I need to go above and beyond to yeah. validate my my spot yeah, there you, because yeah. I feel like you know people are talking about me. I don't know what I'm doing. The second day. I'm hurt, mind you, right? They don't they 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 were gonna have me in my role, which is a very physical role where I'm on my feet all day. Right. And I was still gonna do it Even despite me being good. hurt because I felt the need the to validate myself yeah. in that moment. Yeah. I'm like, you know what I mean? I, I'm gonna rub some dirt on it. Even when I was hurt and I still felt it, I was still working. I didn't even want to put the the claim into it, right? right. Yeah. Because I felt me putting the claim into it and me like acknowledging that I'm hurt would somehow invalidate my worth and where I was at. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That go back to like the whole saying at the job where like all, all these all these pussies in the bubble and all that. <laughs> yeah. But no, it goes back to that. And I was really thinking about it. Like I got like PTSD from that <laughs> shit. Like they really used to be on that though. That's but like that people was really hurt though. Yeah, like, yeah, you really yeah, fucked exactly. up. Like from oh, doing he's shit and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like you should have been out. Like and it's like how long are you gonna be in there? But that like lends to like like I don't I, like I hate people to think that it, like that they kind of say like that, oh I don't give a fuck about what people think. You do, Dude, you, you, you do, do, yeah, you definitely do. do. You you had, but you got the choice. Uh, you had the choice to like, do you really care? Like, but don't act like you don't know what's being said. Right, like, yeah, you care, and then it's up to you at that snap point. Yeah. It's like, do you are you gonna let it hinder you, yeah. or are you just gonna choose not to give a fuck? Right, 
Whatever the case may be. But it's like people try to act like they just oblivious to it. No, you're not oblivious. You're human. You we care we we care how we being like uh viewed and stuff like that. We do right. care about that. It's like what you do after it, like that's why I'm quick to tell people. I t- had a conversation with somebody and they was asking me about something I post on Instagram or whatever. And I was like, you know me better than that to think that. And they didn't say nothing. So I'm like, well, you probably don't know me better than that. Mm-hmm. So now that just further validate how I feel that I don't give a fuck about what you think about me. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't know me. You don't really know yeah, me. Yeah. So if you don't really know me, whatever, whatever view you have on me or whatever like that, I just don't violate it, it because you don't really know me. Right. Now, um, I do take stock on what people who do know me and I really I think they do know me. I think that it's some, you know, stock in what they say, but even with that, I take it for a grain of salt. If I don't if I don't value your opinion, it it wouldn't really bother me. Like if you somebody I don't care what you think about me, like it's not I'm not gonna hold stock in what you say about me. Like everybody got their opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, this is um we're gonna wrap this up. Um, Wrap it up B. This is episode 68 The year have was born <laughs> Episode 68 Stop it Shout out to the women that use um That warm the washcloth off Before they wipe you no, off this, this episode 69 68 Alright 68 Yeah Alright Yeah shout out to the women That warm the washcloth off Before they wipe you off um, You letting them wipe you off You getting that off yeah, I've I've had a, I, actually I had to show you that I don't like that. Yeah, put powder <laughs> on me. No, don't. I had like to show you that put powder on me afterwards. She changed my diaper. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, if you got powder on you, you don't want your coochie. <laughs> Stop bringing that casket coochie out in the um, summer. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody want no deceased coochie. Yeah. <laughs> Antique coochie. Got powder on it, yo. Yeah. I got a little pot on. This nigga said he changed my diaper, yo. <laughs> Listen, as long as you in progress, you're not feeling. It's the dip. We out. Yo, yeah. Don't wipe me off. Change I'm cool. I wipe my own shit. Don't touch me. You don't like it yeah, I, that'd be my thing. I don't like it touch afterwards. <laughs> yeah, don't touch me. Yeah, I'll be fucked. <laughs> Shell shock. Warm a cold rag. I'm jumping. Ju- Ooh, it's cold? No, it's warm. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is at this point. <laughs>